Taco Trail podcast is your guidebook to the Bryan Taco Trail, a culinary journey featuring some of the best food our community has to offer. Listen along as Shane and William guide you across town to over 40 great places you have to try for yourself. Howdy and welcome to the Bryan Texas Taco Trail podcast. I'm Shane with my co-host William. Howdy Shane, how are you today? Good, good. And special guest, Eli. Hey guys, thanks for having me here. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about Taqueria Poblana, but before we get to Taqueria Poblana, we're going to talk about what is the Taco Trail, just as a quick reminder. Uh, this is a, specifically the podcast is about this culinary, is us guiding you through this culinary adventure that is the Taco Trail. It's a curated list by Destination uh, Brian of over 44 restaurants that have tacos as a regular menu item, whether it's traditional food, like what we're going to talk about today with the trompo, or even more off-the-wall stuff and just kind of variations on other Mexican and Cuban dishes like a Cubano taco at Proud Smokey. So um, as we go through all of this um, as the trail, um, we're here to answer the questions of where things are at, what to order, what to expect when you get there. And so, yeah, we're going to turn it over to William, see what Taqueria Poblana has to say about themselves. Yeah, so if you haven't already downloaded the Brian Texas Taco Trail app, uh, that's something you need to get now. The link is in the description for this episode and every other episode, so shame on you for not downloading it yet. But uh, it's kind of a widget-type app that works in your phone, uh, and it's going to give you the list of all of the 44 stops on the Taco Trail. Uh, based off of that, you can actually physically check in at each location. And one of the neat things about this is if you don't know about a location, there's actually a little write-up that they have submitted about uh, what they do, their food, that sort of thing. So you kind of can, if you haven't listened to us about that place yet, uh, then you kind of can get an idea of what to expect. <clears throat> so uh, this is a little write-up for Taqueria Poblana. Earning not one, but two mentions in Texas Monthly's Tacopedia. Taqueria Poblana is famous for its al pastor, straight from their spindle-shaped trompo. Slow roasted with fresh pineapple daily, serving traditional Puebla cuisine, the tacos at this taqueria are not to be missed. Still hungry? We also recommend their potato cheesecakes. Yeah, so uh, Poblana is at the corner of Boonville and Briarcrest, um, as you're headed east of town, if you will. Um... It's a part of it's part of the Exxon that's right there at the corner across from Allen Academy. Uh, good little location to get to from anywhere in Bryan because it's just off of Highway Six. Um, a breakfast and lunch spot. They close at four, so it's it's a late you know late lunch or early early dinner, um, and then they open up a little bit early. Uh, I think they open up seven or eight um, to get those seven a.m. Yeah, get those early morning tacos, uh, get that lunch taco. So it's a great, great lunch spot. Uh, that's where I've even been recommended. Before we showed up, we said, hey, people said, hey, go there, get the lunch. And so uh, that's what William and I did the other day, um, just a few weeks ago, right before we played golf. And so uh, went in there, had the tacos. Uh, specifically, we got the trompo, and uh, I also had the special today, the chili relleno, which is pretty delicious to have b- both the tacos and I guess the plate to go with it. So, yeah, that's where it's at. And uh, we've said Trump about eighteen times. Yeah, I think now's a good time to uh, have our culinary consultant provide some input and and kind of fill us in on just what exactly is Trumpo. 
Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And I'll give a shout out to Maribel. She's the owner of uh, Taqueria Poblana. And Maribel, if you're listening to this, I miss you and I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be there soon. <laughs> I will see you soon. <laughs> so what exactly is Trumpo, right? Is it a cut of meat? Is it a specific taco? Is it a dish you just order? And the answer is yes to all of that. Thanks for clearing that up. All right, back to the episode. No. <laughs> but really, Trompo is the nickname given to the mechanism used to cook your Alpastor meat. It's a neat apparatus that throws heat and flames from only one side of it. It is usually about two feet in height and allows any meat placed on it to rotate and cook, essentially like a vertical rotisserie. Greek culinary uses the same machine to cook their Euro meat. And, you know, Brazilian steakhouses actually cook their meat in a similar fashion, just on a smaller scale. For me, you know, as a side note, I believe it's called trompo because of how similar it looks to the Mexican uh, spinning toy that I used to play with as a kid. You know, it's a wooden toy that you wrap a string around and you whip and spin it onto the ground. It's kind of like a yo-yo, but this trompo is supposed to come off the string. Um, and so, yeah, I used to play with that as a kid as, all the time. And so... The way the, the, the meat cooks on the trompo as it spins is very similar to as you see the toy spinning on the ground. So, you know, trompo is not necessarily a cut of meat, but you can definitely go to any restaurant and ask for trompo. It will usually result in a taco that has pork meat that has been marinated in seasonings. That process of marinating is known as al pastor. So you use the trompo to vertically stack your al pastor meat and to let it roast from the outside in. As your outer edges begin to brown, that is when you begin trimming the meat off of the trompo and putting it onto your tacos. So meat on the trompo is shaped like an upside down cone and placed between two cuts of pineapple. And the pineapple adds a nice glaze of sweetness to the meat. And that is how I describe trompo. Awesome. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. That's super helpful. I do have one question that I've always wanted to ask. And if you don't know the answer to this, that's okay, but I'm hopeful that you will. If not, we'll just excuse you. But uh, why is it in a cone shape? Yeah, so why is it in a cone shape? I think, I mean, definitely you let all the flavor start at the top and drip down to the bottom. Um, not necessarily, you know, trying to reach internal pressures of the meat. You know, having it in a cone shape helps that way. Um, I'm not necessarily sure, but yeah, you're right. The, the, the top of the trompo is usually wider than the bottom. Yeah. Interesting. And I think it's more really from a stability issue. Okay. Um, and it's easier because you're really stacking the meat, you know, one piece of meat at a time yeah. on a skinny stem. So you'd want the bottom to be thinner than as you grow to the top. Interesting. Yeah. Well, also, when I when we're actually at Tucker Pulmana, because I'm like, oh, hey, what is this thing? Mm -hmm. Looking at how they actually have it. So... I was looking at it, and they had various heat elements mm -hmm. along the vertical height of yeah. the spit, and they had the bottom one on. Mm. And so, if you okay. have the bottom one on, it's going to heat up the entire thing because heat That's rises. True. That's true. But because the heat is more intense at the bottom, you trim the bottom first, yeah. and then kind of work your way up as you go throughout the day because it's a very slow roasted process. Yep. You know, we're not talking about, hey, this is something they start early in the morning. It's not ready till lunch. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of like, <clears throat> I don't know if that's an everywhere thing, um, or if that's just like a, hey, we just noticed it at Poblana, Poblana, uh, but that was just kind of like, hey, they had the bottom one on, yeah. and so the bottom was trimmed because that's going to be where the high intensity of the heat, you talked about the browning of the outside, and that's when you want to trim it and turn mm -hmm. it into the tacos, and so yeah. kind of that. 
That's just that's just what I saw. No, no, that that makes sense. That totally makes sense. And yeah, like I said, um, very similar to uh, donor kebabs. If you've had mm-hmm. those before, or Greek heroes. Mm-hmm. I think there's another. It's like a fourth option that's similar as well from another cuisine, but I can't place it right now. Yeah. No, um, I can't either. Anyway, not important. So let's go back to uh, what it's like there. We always talk about is this a good place for large groups, small groups? Uh, let's talk about the V word, the vibe. <laughs> it's weird that you introduced it as the V word. Um, <laughs> it's a relatively small spot. It, it shares with the Exxon there. Um, it's a Chevron. Or is it a Chevron? We should have probably looked that up. Uh, sorry. It's a gas station. <laughs> we were focused on the tacos, yes. not on the other side of the rest, not on the other side of the building. Um, so there's just a few tables right there in front of them. Um, yeah. I don't even 100% know if we did it right because I ordered and paid right away. You had paid after you ate, after you, you know, because they brought the food. So it's well, there still, was a. I paid. No, kind of in the middle of my meal, and then there was uh, another gentleman there while we were eating, and he paid at the end and just told them how many tacos he had had. I feel like I, Eli's nodding at us, so I'm pretty sure that's what we're supposed to have done. Uh, it depends, probably on person per person. I okay. don't know. She must have known that person very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, like I said, we just, it's a, there's just two or three tables right there on their side. They had some more room to eat at uh, a a bar facing the outside yeah. window inside the gas station. There's so probably there's eight more seats over there. Eight more seats. Yeah. So it's it's more of a grab-and-go <clears throat> kind of place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had a small group of two to four, uh, you could you know potentially grab one of those two tables while you're there for lunch. Yeah. Uh, but really it's like, a hey, load up all your food, take it with you as you go, uh, either back to your house or you go back to work or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, super delicious. Everything's ready to go. Um, big wide raid on the salsa bar, which was awesome yeah. to mm-hmm. have um, just the ability to just try every little bit of thing they had there on the salsa bar. Yeah. Um, let's before we get uh, into all that, let's get yeah. into a little bit more of. Uh, so, most people, I feel like, when you go there for the first time, you're probably going to try the taco plate, mm-hmm. especially if you're going in as part of the taco trail. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, that's not required. You had chili relleno and. Uh, that, that's available as well. The special Sometimes, day yeah. fairies. Yeah. Um, but let's just start from that. Like, if we're getting a taco plate, since this is the taco trail, uh, <clears throat> what's on the plate? How does it work? Uh, so, I'll say you know they gave me the option of corn or flour tortillas. I did the corn tortillas, so I got four tacos. Uh, they carved it. Uh, right off of the trompo right in front of me. Uh, chopped it up, put it on my tacos, dressed it with. Um, a uh, little bit of onion and then cucumber. You're nodding your head. You know better than I do. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. No, you're exactly right. Uh, so they they dress it with uh, onion, fresh onion, fresh cilantro. They throw in a couple of wedges of lime in there, and then they'll give you, you know, a couple of slices of fresh cucumber and fresh mm-hmm. uh, radishes. And really, those are, you know, either something to refresh your palate, or you can squeeze a lime on those as well and just have, you know, kind of like as an in between uh, snack between bites of your yeah. tacos. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, they also, part of the taco plate, which I guess, not even besides the fresh onions, they had the roasted onions at the bottom yes. of the trunk, mm-hmm. uh, which had really absorbed some of those juices between the pork and the, the pineapple, which is really good to go along with the tacos as well. Yeah. I could have That's what I was, those. yeah, that's what I was, <laughs> there was fresh onions, but I also was chopping those up and yeah. putting those on my tacos. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had gone with, uh, I just wanted two tacos, but I wanted one corn and one flour. 
which the flower, in my way, in like my mind, is kind of the way to go. Because that thing was huge. Yeah. <laughs> it was so big. It, it, was, it, it had should have been called a burrito. It should have been called a burrito, but it wasn't technically folded. So it's still <laughs> taco. And I was like, man, if I'm going back, I'm just going to get flour tortillas. Yeah. I know a lot of times we talk corn flour, and we'll have an episode later um, kind of discussing that. Uh, specifically, regardless of where you're at. But um, in this case, I'm like, man, the flour tortilla is way bigger. It seems like the way to go. Yeah. Um, but corn corn is a little bit more traditional for uh, yeah. that kind of st- style of street taco. Yeah. Um, you know, traditionally dressed with on- onions and cilantro and lime juice and stuff like that. So, yeah. Got some roasted jalapenos as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> you know, my... One of my go-tos in life is pickled carrots with jalapenos, and um, man, I literally get the tin cans and just just eat them straight because I just love those pickled carrots so much. But yeah, so they have that on the salsa bar. That's, yes, you cut back to off, the salsa bar. You cut me off when we're talking about the salsa bar. <laughs> I was gonna go to the pickled carrots to, to give you that and softball, but whatever. We'll see, we around. didn't do everything right, but the thing we did do correctly is that we sat so close to the salsa bar, we didn't even have to stand to get additional things from it. We could we could just pivot. And, uh, you know, Ross and Friends pivot. We could grab what we needed and continue on our way. Uh, <clears throat> what else are we missing? I got, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. What's that? So, the salsa bar, right? It has the green salsa, has a red salsa, has a like a salsa quemada, right? Like the roasted salsa. Oh, yeah. Um, and then it had a salsa with pineapples and, like, red onions in it. But I wanted to ask you guys, that green salsa, what do you think that green salsa is made out of? What's the base of that salsa? I <sighs> I remember trying all of them, but it's been a few days since yeah. I've been there. Okay. You know, I, I've, I've, also, I've had COVID since then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my excuse for everything right now. Yeah. No, uh, they joke about pregnancy brain. Yeah. Like, but I think COVID brain is a, is it going to be a new thing that people joke about? Because I seriously, I also had COVID since then, and I just yeah. don't remember what that green sauce But this is an important <clears throat> additional thing we're going to talk about at some point is an episode on salsas. Because green does not necessarily mean tomatillo or jalapeno or avocado. serrano or avocado. Yeah. So Even in cucumber base. Yeah. Culinary some... consultant. Yeah. So I could be wrong, but <laughs> green salsa is typically in that setting and that yeah. flavor that I just love so much. Yeah. Not a lot of people know, but the base of it is sometimes broccoli. What? Yeah. It gives it that green color. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard of a brother. I've heard of like the mean cucumber based. We're going to have to edit that out because people are not going to eat that. If they know it's good for them. <laughs> this salsa is good for me. I do not want to have my tacos. No, but, but that's interesting. We're going to have to get Mary on and see if she's willing to, to divulge her secrets. Bit. Oh, yeah. That, but that's does. your go-to. Of all the salsas on the salsa bar, yours, the green is your go-to. Oh, yeah. It's the perfect heat for me. And I like a lot of heat, but that is such, it's packed with tons of flavor. I love all of them, but sure. that's usually the one I douse my tacos in. Sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> we've already talked about kind of the, the go-to is the uh, the trompo. And for me, if I'm going back, when I'm going back, frankly, I'm going to get that again. Not that I don't want to try other things, but that's what I'm going to go with. <clears throat> we always like to talk about what else should we order that isn't uh, specific to like the taco trail list or what have you because she mentioned to us that they have gringas they have mm-hmm. um uh a whole lot of other things what's your go-to order there uh typically on the weekends you know for me Les- leslie and i we love eating barbacoa on the weekends mm. and so i'll go get some barbacoa from her mm-hmm. pick up some flour tortillas get some salsas and man that's a great saturday morning breakfast 
Okay. All right. Okay. The bar See you Saturday morning. The barbacoa for breakfast. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, barbacoa is something that we're not afraid of. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably another episode. What is you say? What did you say? The gringas? What did you say? Gringas. What is that? See, I asked the same question. I was told, and Eli, correct me if I'm not wrong, but I was told that a gringa is a quesadilla. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I think that it's called that because... It's for the white people. Uh, I don't know if we can say that officially uh, in a episode. Of... I mean, I love gringas. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. But, so. but yeah, I would agree with that. I I grew up lo- calling them gringas, but I also grew up calling them sincronizadas. So, but see, sincronizadas, they're like quesadillas, but specifically with only cheese and ham. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. It feels weird. Like, yeah, can I have some synchronized tacos? <laughs> <laughs> so, so is a gringa uh, traditionally a, a different meat or? I think a gringa <clears throat> can be, yeah, basically what she said. It can be with any meat. And okay. Very similar to a quesadilla. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So is we it, need to explore this further. Yeah, we will. Because I'm like, <laughs> is it just like a smaller tortilla? Is it the, you know. We have more questions than we have answers, and we're supposed to be providing answers, so we failed. <laughs> but but here's the thing, right? We know this is a delicious place to go. Yes. We know it's got delicious food. Yes. Yeah. We may not have all the answers, but we we can say, hey, look, go to this place, and maybe you can be the one who gives us the answers. Yes. You can be the one who orders the gringos and say, Again. hey, wow, amazing. Yeah. Again, this all feedback that's presented in a positive light is accepted. So as long as you, <laughs> you know, start by telling us how wonderful we are. No, but seriously, we would love to learn more about this. So if you know more about this, uh, if you want to share more about this, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to, to hear from you on this. Uh, before we close out the episode, because we're running long, and by now you probably pulled into the parking lot and you want us to shut up. Um, <clears throat> we need to talk about the August Frescas. Yes. Um, so when we went, when Shane and I went, they had, uh, a, a lemon limeade that mm-hmm. was fantastic. Uh, have you tried any of the other August Frescas? I know they offer a bunch of different ones. Oh yeah. I've, I've had every single one. I've had okay. their, <laughs> I've had their melon. I've had their, which is basically cantaloupe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I've had their sandia and I believe they may have had a cucumber awa at one point, but uh, yeah, they're all amazing. They're definitely something you want to pair with your tacos or any meal that you get from there. Okay. And what was the sandia? Uh, sandia. Sandia. Yeah, what so, is that? Uh, watermelon. Oh, okay. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. And then uh, cucumber via pepino? Pepino. Yep. Excellent. Okay. Mm-hmm. The best Gatorade flavor, of course. Live <laughs> <Limon> on <laughs> pepino. <laughs> all right. And on that uh, shameless plug for Gatorade, you can sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> we are going to wrap this thing up. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks for joining us on this adventure. And uh, order yourself some Trumpo or Gringus or anything else that you'd like. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Adios. See y'all. Thank you for listening to the Brian Texas Taco Trail podcast. If you have feedback or questions, please reach out at btxtacotrail at gmail.com. Again, that's B as in Brian, TX as in Texas, tacotrail at gmail.com. Thank you.